<laughs> the most important things to note in Nikki Haley's editorial are the things that Nikki Haley didn't write in Nikki Haley's editorial. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Man, I, uh, I'm sitting here getting ready to talk in a bit with our friend Zach Abraham from Bulwark Capital Management. He's going to be, um, well, I'm going to ask him because I've now talked to two financial advisors, fund managers. One of them, manager of a, of a big fund that's a uh, very specific focus. He works with rich athletes uh, and very rich business people to diversify their revenue flow. Interesting approach. And he's of the opinion that the American financial system is so utterly broken that the only way the party can fix it is to force people into a digital currency. Now, that may well be it may well be irrevocably broken. Uh, but I'm not going to turn to the people who broke it and say, well, let us give you 100% control <laughs> because that's exactly what would happen with the digital uh, currency. You'd be saying, let us give you 100% control over the thing you done broke and let us set up a situation where we actually don't own anything. Because if you go to a digital currency, you literally don't own anything. Well, I own my land. No, you don't. You rent your land. You rent your land uh, because you have to pay property tax or they seize your land. And if the currency you use to pay that you don't own, but you rent because it's digits in a computer and the bosses can come and take digits out of your computer account whenever they want, you actually don't own anything. And you actually never will own anything because right now, at least you can own cash or gold. I guess you can still own gold. So we'll talk to Zach about that coming up. I was just, it was kind of unsettling to have the third or second person just tell me, no, I mean, this is, yeah, they got to do something because it's that broken. Nikki Haley is part of, she is as good a professional Republican as you get. Nikki Haley's job, her job description is pretty clear. Uh, Republican. Yeah, that could be a verb. What do you do for a living? I Republican. What does that mean? That means that I support the Republican Party. Well, what does the Republican Party mean? It means whatever it needs to mean at the moment to have power for the Republican Party. The Republican Party sometimes means, uh, well, we're pro-life-ish. Sometimes it means that we're we're against government medicine. That is when they're pushed to be against Obamacare because they were pushed to be against Obamacare. That was never, never their design. McConnell and and uh, and at the time, John Boehner, they wanted to let Obamacare pass. I was there. I saw it. I was told back off Obamacare. That's what they told us when I was on the leadership team at the RNC. Back off. Let it go. And now you have, you know, the the consequence of that, you see the advancement of the design of Obamacare in all the diktats. 
So now the Republican Party is, well, they're okay with government medicine because Tony Fauci runs it. But the mandates, well, we should rethink those a little bit. And and the masks, well, we should rethink those now a little bit, just a little bit. And there's some Republicans who differ on that and have been, been stalwarts on that. But Nikki Haley is a professional Republican. That's what she does. She Republicans. And she's written this piece in the uh, the New York Post, and it is fascinating. Some things that's not in it. You can go through and determine the perfection, the uh, the the level of professional republicanism in this very very quickly with some of the things that she forgets. For instance, and the biggest one she forgets, I'll get to in a second. If you heard the five minute focus, you already know what I mean. Uh, but for instance, this 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 is something that she forgot. This is from a great article, Margot Cleveland in the um, the Federalist looked into just one county, just one county in Pennsylvania that simply has sort of a little problem with their election system. So the the the, the issue is this. This is what the provisional bag looks like. They're not big. They're probably this size, maybe slightly larger, but they are sealable. And what we currently do not have is a valid chain of custody for the provisional. We do not have a valid chain of custody for the provisional ballots. We have no idea where they came from. And if we were asked in a court of law to prove that they're legal votes, we couldn't because we have no idea where they came from. And we'll get into some more detail on that because it is shocking the level of, number one, incompetence. Number two, lying to cover up incompetence. Number three, the scope of the problem. And at the heart of this, what's, what is fascinating is one of the election poll workers is completely aware of this and she wants changed uh, this woman in in this and this is secretly taken video therefore twitter will ban it because secretly taken video only works when the party secretly takes the video but she wants it changed she sounds like a good lady who wants to have honest elections nikki haley's editorial <laughs> doesn't focus on election integrity at all I mean, it doesn't touch on it. It does get to this important point, very important point. And take it from me, the first female governor of South Carolina and the first minority female governor of the United States. America is not a racist country. Wow, she was the first. Those are very important things. The headline on her piece, and this is almost certainly written by staff. Biden is wrong. Republicans stand for everything America needs now. Um, You know what doesn't appear in this? You know what does not appear in her editorial? Because uh, it's everything America needs. The word God does not appear in this. So this is almost certainly written by some young staffer. Let's not get the God thing in there. Look, we need to build the broad tent appeal for Nikki Haley. We've got to position her as a leader for all people. We can't go around shin-wagging about God. (laughs) And yet, God has to be at the center of the recovery of America because it can't happen without the Lord. More, More specifically, it can't happen without godly leadership. 
And godly leadership can only happen when we have godly people in office. And that only happens when we pray like we vote. And if you write an editorial that your party is everything America needs, and you're and, and by by way of omission, America doesn't need God. How do you land that way? And, and there's so much, and I'll answer this just charge for charge. But there's there's so much that is also missing from this. And let me go through just a little bit of this editorial uh, from, and it's got to be Nikki Haley's staff. This is this would be like going to a. Um, it's like going to a breakfast restaurant. I don't like the, I've, I've, I gotta admit, I've never been to the Cracker Barrel, but someone told me they've got the, the, the uh, biscuits and gravy thing real good there. That'd be like going in. We used to, my coach in wrestling, he had a belief. My, my high school wrestling coach had a belief that the, the thing you must eat uh, the day of a wrestling meet after weigh-in was, was, um, was biscuits and sausage gravy. And you could have some eggs too, but somehow or another, Rick got in his head that the meal for wrestlers was grease um, and and uh, and carbs in the form of flour. So basically, grease and sugar. I don't know how he got that. Well, he was a very successful wrestler, so I should probably shut my hole. But let's say that this is the equivalent, Nikki Haley's piece, of going into the Cracker Barrel and saying, hey, I hear you got the good biscuits and gravy. And the lady comes out and slaps down a couple of uh, easy bake oven biscuits and pours water with salt on them. There's your biscuits and gravy, honey. What else can I do you for? (sighs) Nikki Haley. President Joe Biden claims the Republican Party doesn't stand for anything. That's quite a statement coming from someone who spent his first year in office floundering on the job. Floundering! Wow! Nikki's staff hitting it out of the ground, out of the park. Where Biden and his fellow Democrats are attacking our national principles, sapping our national will, and dimming our national future, Republicans are advancing a positive vision that can unite our country. We will undo his damage and unleash a new era of American strength and pride without the help of God who abhors human pride. Okay, fair enough. Biden is right about one thing. Republicans stand opposed to his agenda. So do most Americans. All right, so let's get to the meat of this. Let's get to the the, the gravy, the, the sausage in the gravy from Nikki Haley. Our country doesn't want an entire generation of kids who lose their education and their futures. Wow, strong stuff. That must be why two years into the medically useless, deadly, politically targeted lockdowns and lockouts of school children, the National Republican Party has very bravely let Ron DeSantis do it on his own. They have very bravely all of them save Marjorie Taylor Greene dutifully warn the equally medically useless face diapers. Because Nancy Pelosi said, wear a face diaper when you're on camera. Do you not see how that aided 
Randy Weingarten and the corrupt big government education union from keeping kids locked away and with with woke masks on their faces. Only (laughs) Ron Johnson and Rand Paul really speak about this. Marjorie Taylor Greene won't wear one, so she gets fined. Do you see what I mean? That this is this is your easy bake oven biscuit with water and salt. This is this is her coming out party as a Republican candidate for president. We don't want skyrocketing inflation stemming from trillions of dollars in wasteful spending that steals from our wallets. Wow. Someone better back her off. She's an attack dog. The nation's treasury under during the time of President Trump illegally purchased about six hundred billion dollars in corporate debt. That's illegal. They purchased it from the very companies who were benefiting from the lockdown that the Republicans cheered until it became politically uh, advantageous to not cheer it. Inflation, yeah, that's it's it's a problem. We'll talk to Zach Abraham about that in the second hour. But they did nothing about a corrupt treasury purchasing corporate debt bonds illegally from their friends. At the same time as small businesses are destroyed. But Nikki Haley poured it on strong here. We don't want an economy that's stuck in reverse and a government that's taking away our freedom. Someone towel me down. Someone bring me a cool towel. I'm hot and bothered with Nikki Haley's ideas. Does anyone else get in the thrill up their leg? Anyone else falling in intellectual love with this approach? Wow. We don't want more crime on our streets and more dead police officers. Right. Um, so who's doing that, Nikki? Is that just, is it happenstantial? Or is this just your dear friends across the aisle who are misled? Is it just, is it poor thinking? Are they misled? Or are you willing to admit, Nikki Haley, that our cities are being murdered? by your your friends in the dear opposition in the Democrat Party who have driven the murder of our cities because it is their policy to destroy our cities. You can count back to the days 30 years ago where Seattle said, give everybody a needle. You can count back to no youth jails. But look, if you don't have God at the center, how can you see any of this? For what it is. How can you look at rampant debt and understand it as a sin against God? We're not even repaying this stuff. We can't repay it. It it can never be repaid. You think $300 trillion is going to be repaid? It can be restructured. 
And it's a sin to not pay your debts. And it's a sin to pass it on to others. And it's a sin to not give people their wages. And I see nothing in here about the brave Republican Party saying, oh, about the people who've had their jobs stolen because they wouldn't take an injection. You know what doesn't appear in here? Injections. You know what doesn't appear in Nikki Haley's editorial about the Republican Party being everything we need? Getting rid of godless people in government. You know what doesn't appear? Tony Fauci's name. The CDC. The FDA. Both the National Institute of Health, which are demonstrably corrupt. (laughs) The Republican Party is everything America needs. We don't want a country that is ashamed for itself. <clears throat> no, what does it say? We don't want a country that's ashamed of itself and afraid to stand up for itself. And we don't want a president who's not so much leading um, as leading from behind as sleeping from behind. Ha <laughs> ha ha! Wow! Once again, let me just catch my breath. <sighs> Whoo! No, Americans wish to see our country emerge stronger from the crisis after crisis that Joe Biden has worsened, created, or both stronger. Baby, someone put a towel around me. We want America. Americans want our country's children to succeed and have the best shot at the best life. That's why Republican Party fights for our kids' education. We refuse to let the COVID generation become a lost generation, a serious risk after so many lockdowns and so much politics in the classroom. Oh, she got to the lockdowns. I don't see the CDC in this. I don't see Tony Fauci in this. I don't see Big Pharma in this. I don't see school choice in this. She does mention critical race theory. Every American wants an economy where store shelves are stocked and paychecks get bigger and go further. Okay, wow, we're going to get down into the good old drumbeat of, of playing the hits. We know that free citizens are smarter than central planners. Okay, this must be where she's going to get to the CDC. No. America wants to walk down the streets without fear. That's why Republicans stand for public safety and strong borders. Oh, you do? Okay, Nikki, point to me the Republicans going to Joe Biden and pointing at him in the face and saying, how dare you use taxpayer money to secretly install illegal immigrants in this country using government resources and private planes? Show me that. Finally, and most important, Americans want America to survive. That's why Republicans are fighting to defend their nation's founding principles. We know our country isn't perfect, but we know that the principles at the heart of the country are perfect. This is no time to swap liberty or opportunity, free speech, and the rule of law for tyranny, censorship on the raw exercise of power. Vicky, when you write these things and you write them in this bland, pouring water on on easy bake oven muffins tones. And I can go back and compare and search for a Republican position against a news media becoming participations and participators in the process, becoming illegal donators of time. When I can go and read this entire thing and you don't have a single word in here, you mentioned their their censorship. You don't have a single word in here about Mark Zuckerberg using his billions to to rig elections. Wow. Powerhouse stuff, Nikki Haley. And to forget the name of God. 
I think only God can help you with that, quite frankly. There is, uh, I got a report from our friends at Allen's Soaps, Allen's Artisan Soap Company. And you guys are stepping up. There's a bunch of things about this. Number one, we made a commitment on this program uh, to take the revenues that we earn. Number one, we tithe 10% off the top. Um, and I only mention that not I that's that is not anything to brag about. Uh, it is nothing to ask you to have respect for. It's simply I want to be transparent with you. The other thing we do is on my side, we take 10 percent and we roll it back into promoting the show to grow it because you guys have been so faithful in, in recruiting friends to listen. Um, and we help businesses to get off the ground. We are taking some of our advertising slots and helping businesses get off the ground, even as we get off the ground, particularly when they are Christian businesses and conservative businesses. And the the folks at Allen's Artisan Soaps are that. I got a report. You guys have been phenomenal in purchasing the gift baskets, some of the bigger baskets. And what you're getting with that, and you can go see this on the website, and people are putting up pictures of this. There's an array of things you can get. You get a basket, you get these great washcloths, etc. The center to this is Allen's soaps that are designed by the family. Allen himself designed some of the scents. Allen is is profoundly affected um, by autism and some other health concerns. And the design of Allen's artisan soaps is that Allen has dignified, real, substantive work. And he listened to some of the commercials we've done here. He loved it. He played them a couple times. Wants his mom to hear him. His mom has heard him. It's, it's the product that matters. We wouldn't do this if the soap wasn't great. We just got a second shipment of our soap, and we have our each our favorite within our families. These are the soaps that subbed up really good on the washcloths, etc. And know this: that you're purchasing from a company, all natural ingredients made in the United States, and employing people like Allen instead of instead of machines. Folks like Alan doing substantive, real, dignified work. This month for every one, every bar of soap sold, one buck goes to the Special Olympics. So people like Alan have been told that here's your limits, have an opportunity to blow past them. So easy to do this. Go to alansoaps.com, A-L-A-N-S, soaps.com. Use my name, Todd, when you check out T-O-D-D. And you'll get to get that money to the Special Olympics. Alansoaps.com. Use my name, Todd. So I was, man, you know what's sometimes funny when you have done commercial radio for a long time, you get these transitions in your mind. And here's what I could have done easily. Let me just do this. I could have done it this way. And it popped into my mind, but man, it's so FM. And that's about cleaning up your bodies. Uh, Let's talk about cleaning up our election system now. Yep, from cleaning up our bodies, cleaning up our election system. It's called a transition. Learned that from a guy named Grim Master. By the way, Grimm is still recovering from his vaccine injury. Since he's a lot shorter, it's crazy because Grimm's a pretty tall cat. But since he got himself the he got himself the the mRNA real bad, he got himself the myocarditis, the pericarditis. But Grimm's had a side effect most people don't have. He's almost a foot shorter. So bizarre to see that. There is an article that bridges into something else that Nikki Haley didn't mention because she didn't want to mention much. She wanted to be as bland as possible. And that is election integrity. There, there are, 
It is impossible to believe that a system typified by what you're about to listen to is safe or secure. It's impossible to believe it. It's it, let me equate it this way. And this is from the, the piece It's linked in the show notes and, and at, um, at Substack. This is a piece by Margot Cleveland at The Federalist, and she's done a fantastic job of never letting go of the election integrity issue. And she's got undercover video in this that, that, that prove a level of dysfunction that's, that's hard to, to, well, it can't be defended and it's even hard to understand. And what's so sad at this is at the heart of this is a woman who clearly doesn't want it to be this way. Because let's never forget, there are people who give of their time um, because they want honest elections. And, and they give of their time. They give of themselves, which is a very godly thing to do. And you can hear in this woman's voice this, this frustration. And one of the poll workers goes through and says, well, here's what we need. We, here's how we clean this up. Republicans hate the mention of this because they've been shamed into not mentioning it. And now we know, of course, that Margot is a terrorist because she has cast doubt on the elections and is causing other people to cast doubt in the election. That means that she's a terrorist because that's what the Department of Homeland Security has said. By the way, I didn't see that in Nikki's piece. Oh, incidentally, I didn't see anything about the political prisoners from January 6th in Nikki's piece. So it's interesting that her piece is typified from by what her piece left out. So what they did is they got this undercover video and people now talking about the after effects of the election. And you'll hear this frustration in their voice as they go through and talk about what, what, what has gone wrong and how are we in this circumstance? This comes from Pennsylvania. It is one county, a, 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 but it is representative of many counties. It's Delaware County. 80% of Delaware County, Pennsylvania precincts lacked a valid chain of custody for the provisional ballots cast in the November 2020 election. So let's put this in, in real world sense. You, you, um, you come home and you look in your bank account and there's a whole bunch of money withdrawn. And you call your bank and say, what's going on? There's a bunch of money out of my account. I didn't take this out. Right. We know there were some people who came in and they didn't have a valid signature or ID, but they made a convincing case that they were you. And so we gave them the money. Well, wait a minute. Do, do, you don't know who they are? No. Did you get this on video? Mm-mm. Am, am I going to get my money back? We're, we're looking really, we're looking at that. We're, we're really working on that. The, the problem is we actually don't know who took the money out. Well, what? Yeah, wh- one of our bank employees gave it to him. Which one? We don't know. How do you not know? We just don't have a chain of custody. We don't know. We, we don't know how that happened. Take it to a courtroom. Take it to a courtroom. Prosecutor presents, Your Honor, uh, we enter into evidence the murder weapon and the uh, the tools the killer used to clean up the scene here, uh, these rags and these bags and, and the murder weapon. And the defense attorney raises his hand and says, Your Honor, I object. I object. Um, 
Where did you get those? We need to know where the prosecution got those. Prosecutor goes, we don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I, we don't, we're just, dude in our office said these are, that's the, this is the murder weapon. Was it at the scene? Maybe. What do you mean maybe? We don't know. Where did it come from? Again, I just, maybe it's embarrassing, but nah, we, we don't know. That's, that's the analog for what we're hearing here. So the, 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 the issue is this. This is what the provisional bag looks like. They're not big. They're probably this size, maybe slightly larger, but they are sealable. And what we currently do not have is a valid chain of custody for the provisional. <laughs> what we do not have is any idea where these came from. I mean, they, they have a rough idea, probably. So, again, take it back to the real world case, the courtroom. Well, Your Honor, th- this probably came from the crime scene. It's, it's likely, it probably didn't come from elsewhere. Probably, we think. But we can't prove it. Can we enter it into evidence? <laughs> oh, it's from Judge Judy to any decent judge in the world uh, would be, so you're joking, right? You want this entered into evidence, but you have no idea where it came from. Okay. And Nikki Haley's entire piece didn't mention a stinking thing about election integrity. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not deceive. Don't put the thumb on the scale. Leaders and judges should be above reproach. Goodness gracious. There is this opportunity you have to punch back. Punch back twice as hard. If you work for a great big company and they're still doing the, uh, you need to get injected to keep your job game. And you don't want to get injected to keep your job, but you've been there a while, been there a good amount of time. And if you have an early retirement program, have you run the numbers to see if you could retire today? That would be a great comeback. HR sits you down for the meeting. Oh, well, Bob, we've noticed that you haven't been uh, injected and uh, haven't offered proof that you've been injected. Um, You have three days to get that done. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I retired yesterday. I just came in to tell you. Uh, Did you? Put a succession plan in place? Nope. I didn't. Uh, Are you going to brief us on your projects? Nope. Not gonna. (laughs) Now, by the way, I don't know that that's a godly thing to do because you're a steward of your job and and we are to be little Christs in our jobs. So you probably want to leave on good standing, but you might be able to leave. Zach Abraham, the chief investment officer at Bulwark Capital, can run you through your early retirement program, run the numbers with you to see if you could retire today and understand this. Well, they seek gains, right? They obviously want your portfolio to go. Otherwise, it would be poor stewardship financially and also from a godly perspective. These are God's resources. We're to grow them. They also focus on, in fact, their prime focus is risk management, Right. So it's a monumental decision to retire and it can be a risky decision. So know that the folks at Bulwark Capital Management focus on risk management and Zach will run the numbers with you to see if you can retire. Incidentally, there's a there's a test case for this. Folks at Boeing did not want to get injected. So they went to Zach and said, hey, can we get out? Most of them thought they couldn't. Turns out that over half of them were able to retire with Zach's help. So simply call Know Your Risk Radio. 
or go to knowyourriskradio.com or call Zach at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com and Zach can run through this with you. And then if you decide to become a client, well, then it can get it done for you. And speaking of that, investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement, Bulwark Capital Management's investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SCC registered investment advisor. The system that is described in this in this this piece with Margot Kluman, it'll be easy enough to say, well, but, but but Herman, this is just one system. This is just one system, or probably this is just one county. This isn't system wide, folks. I, I spent enough time in Seattle to tell you this is actually well organized. That that from the day that Seattle and in the separate country of Washington State invented mail in balloting, there has been massive fraud. Starting with the theft of a gubernatorial election where they found ballots in the car, the chain of custody, the third count. Oh, I think I lost. Oh, gosh, I just remembered I've got how many votes do we need? 900? I've got 900 votes in my car, in my trunk. And it was accepted. Been sitting in a dude's trunk. So this piece continues, uh, Margo's piece from the Federals continues. It's, it's, this woman here describes that it's not just this one county. She thinks it's how much, what percentage of counties? And what we currently do not have is a valid chain of custody for the provisional ballots. Then I also need another zip tie or sealing. It's going to be, it's already, it'll be the white one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to keep using the white one. Only instead of, all we're doing is, instead of telling poll workers that they need to seal that blue bag that they never sealed, we are now giving them a smaller bag to put the provisional ballots in, seal that bag, and put it in that blue bag. So you're saying you've never had a chain of custody? For the provisional ballots? Only 20% of the precincts. According to Crystal, 20% of precincts have locked the blue bag in the past. <laughs> Did you hear it with me? <laughs> don't have a chain of custody. Uh, Let's take it to another real world scenario. Let's say you're getting your blood drawn because you may have a dread disease. You see them drawing your blood. They get out those cool little things where the blood goes straight into the test tube. You watch the test tube fill up. You see the nurse or the doctor take the test tube and seal it and then toss it into a bin of other people's blood in test tubes with no label on it. And you go, oh, hold it. It's just a second. You didn't put a label on that. How are you going to know that's my blood? Oh, we only label 20% of the blood. What? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work to label 100% of the blood. So we only label 20%. So, wait, when that gets to the lab, they're not going to know that's mine? Well, it's 20% of the time they know whose it is. If, if this doesn't invite fraud, I can continue the real world stuff all day long. 
Why do we keep getting bro- You know, why do we keep having our computers stolen at night? I come to work. Why- well, we only close 20% of our windows. Huh? That's weird. Why would you do that? Well, it's a lot of work to close windows. Now, legitimately, counting ballots is a lot of work, and it's the most sacred of what we have, and this of the duties that we have. And you get this. When I talk about flooding the system to take the system down, and people say, no, that's just a conspiracy. It is? When you understand the Cloward Piven strategy and who put it together, Francis Fox Piven with her with her or her partner, her husband, and you understand that Francis Fox Piven is still to this day a stalwart of the left-leaning portion of the party, and you understand that she was in the Rose Garden with William Jefferson Blythe Clinton III and Al Gore when they put Motor Voter into existence, and you understand that the job is to flood the system so that it can't operate efficiently. Provisional ballots cast on the same day cannot be safely and efficiently processed. It's impossible. Can't be done. Because you don't determine who's who. And when you don't add ID to that, and and Nikki Haley's piece is missing all of this. The Republicans, the professional Republicans truly have no handle on the base. Well, I mean, it's hard to have a handle on people you hate. And I tell you this because I've seen it. The Republican Party hates their base. Now, the Democrats find their base to be to be bothersome and a little bit extreme. But the Republican Party hates their base. And in this piece, sort of the optimist in me, here's a poll worker who's well aware of of what's going on. And you know what? You got to read the entire piece from Margot because in this piece, there's a, 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 a video that seems to suggest they're manufacturing evidence. Well, when you need to pull a voter tape and you don't have that, what do you do? Well, we kind of make one up. What? Yeah, we kind of, you know, there's enough information there to know what it should say. So we kind of just make one up. Like, uh, oh, jeez, pardon me. Oh, oh my. Let me say this. Do you know that uh, I beat a parking ticket with that? This is so insipid and so insulting that they're talking about these V drives and this guy's saying, well, sometimes you don't have enough uh, complete information. So we might complete it. In, In other words, we might just sort of manufacture what it should look like and present that as evidence. And there's a well-meaning poll worker here. I want you to hear her because she's clearly frustrated. She clearly wants this to change. And I'll tell you about how I use that same technique, (laughs) how I, how I use that same, that same flaw in a system to just utterly destroy a parking, a parking ticket. I got, in fact, also a camera ticket I got. Not that I go around, you know, trying to speed, etc. But I'll give you this. If you haven't heard this, this is one of my best, funniest personal notes. And in my judgment, you guys will be the judge. Hey, are you sick of radio shows, conservative radio shows that have given up on the election integrity front? 
I am. Uh, I have no trust in the results of the 2020 election. I don't. And maybe you don't either. So if this is a meaningful episode for you, maybe this is one of the ones that you forward to friends, that you email, that you post on social media, or that you rate. Maybe you go rate this specific episode. And if you haven't done a rating yet on the podcast, and you can go to the platform you use to rate it, that significantly helps us. The biggest thing that helps us is growth in number of people who listen. And that is why we ask you to forward episodes like this to 10 friends and then the number of episodes people download. And not, not every episode is going to interest anybody. I'm not asking people to listen to things they don't want to listen to. But when things interest you, if you've not gone back, for instance, and looked at the archives of some of the episodes you've missed, it still counts if you go down and download them later. And that's just one of the ways that we, um, we grow the program. On our side, I'll spend the money. On your side, you spend the time. We appreciate all the support. This poll worker has a series of suggestions. And it, it, to, to me, this disheartens me that she seems to see the errors and has these suggestions for how to correct the errors. Personally, I think that this is happening in every county in Pennsylvania right now. And my hope is that as this happens, the state will realize what they've done and what they need to restructure and, and change. Personally, I think that we might wind up with an elimination of, like, in a perfect world, the best way to correct this is to move to the Utah or Colorado system of voting, where we do not have increasing voting on election day. We have early voting centers that are run by county employees, and people like us that normally do poll working, we would be doing poll watching instead. We'd be observers at those locations doing our due diligence to make sure everything is proper. But that's not the way PA law is set up. We're working on this antiquated law on top of the new law. Okay, you know, I agree with that. So, I mean, it's not the complete fix. I'm on record with the complete fix that I think you do. You install the casino model. You count votes like they count, like they they watch gamblers. And and it can be done. And you get a receipt for your vote. And we'll go into that one day. I'll go back through my sort of prescription for how to fix the election system. Because it's totally fixable. The only reason they don't is because Republicans want to be able to cheat too. You know, uh, often when we do personal notes, they end up being things that I consider to be deeply emotional lessons about life. This one may be just really funny. There was a, um, a woman who was a parking attendant who just, I don't know what happened, but she hated my guts. And this was in Seattle. And so never, no matter what I did, it, sometimes I was legitimately late to pay the parking meter and she'd write me, but sometimes she'd just write me. And so I took her to court. I, I, I researched this system and I took her to court. And the first time I took her there uh, to court, they still had the, uh, the, the meters, you know, the actual parking meters, the machines. So I go into court, I'm, I'm, I'm protesting the ticket. And my protest was this, it was, um, how did you know the meter was correct? By what system did you know that? And the meter maid had no way to answer that. Meter maid, parking attendant, had no way to answer that. I said, so wait, you, you, you don't know? Uh, uh, look, Your Honor, uh, this device is responsible for the timing. 
And is the gentleman here? Because I'd ask for the guy who runs the technology to be here to explain how we know this is accurate. Oh, he didn't come? Uh, Your Honor, I'm sorry. I have no... I have no option but to ask the case be dismissed. You had, you had asked this person to appear. In fact, you signed off on a subpoena, Your Honor. I, I, I represent here. Here's the subpoena you signed. He's not here. So the, the guy didn't come. And consequently, I got my case dismissed. All right. Fair enough. And next time I go to court, I'm figuring they're going to be on to this. And they come in and this time I see, okay, this guy looks like the tech guy. I see the parking attendant person is here. Um, and what I had done is said, I need to know like how, how this stuff works. And so he comes up and I get to question the guy who runs the tech. And I ask him, how do you, how do you time these? And he says, what do you mean? I go, well, you, you, obviously say these are timing the amount of time I'm there. What do you do to make sure this is on the proper clock? Like, how do you do that? He goes, well, all the paperwork says this is proper. I said, understood. I I appreciate you bringing the paperwork. I'm asking you, what timing device do you use? Do you use the atomic clock in Colorado? Well, how do you do this? What is the metric? What is the actual clock, the master clock? And the guy says, "Uh, well, we use someone's watch. Whose? I don't know. Someone's watch. (laughs) and you look at the magistrate as this is going on and and he has he's shaking his head i said your honor i'm sorry someone's watch does not suffice for a timing device when when this is a court of law i need solid evidence your honor i ask that the case be dismissed so he dismisses the case again and they're shaking their head like i am we are so done with this cat. I come back a third time. And this time I'm thinking there is no way I I have no idea what I'm going to do. But I came up with this idea from a friend of mine who understands law because she's a lawyer. And I said, what if I subpoenaed the parking meter? Could I do that? Could I actually subpoena the actual meter? (laughs) So my friend says, yeah, it's it's called, I think it's called a subpoena deses unum. Subpoena the thing. Now, if you're a lawyer and I just said that wrong, forgive me. I never did take Latin, which I regret. But they, so I did that and the judge signed off. I wanted the actual meter in the courtroom. So the, the judge signs off on that and I show up. There's the parking meter lady, the meter attendant, the parking attendant. There is, or the parking enforcement officer, forgive me. And there's the tech dude and the tech dude's boss is there. He introduced him. Hi, Mr. Herman. This is my boss. And the look on his face, like, buddy, we got you now. You're paying this ticket. We get into the process of court. I mean, I'm struggling. Like, what am I going to do? What's my line of questioning here? And finally, there's the meter. And I pick it up and I say, is this the meter from the location in question? And the, the look on the face, well, the guy was like total blue screen. He goes, this is the same exact meter. I said, wait a minute. No, no, that's not what I asked. Is this the actual meter? He goes, that meter is the same design as the meter that, that was responsible for giving you the ticket. I go, so you're telling me I subpoenaed the specific meter with the meter number on it, with the address on it. You did not produce that meter. You brought another one. And at that point, the judge says, stop, 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 stop. The magistrate, he goes, 
you were to bring the specific meter head and you didn't, th- this case is dismissed. And, and he says to the parking officials, stop writing him tickets. Stop it. And he says to me, stop being over time on the tickets. Stop it. <laughs> like, I don't want to waste the time. Don't ticket him anymore. Mr. Herman, please find another place to park. Please. Case dismissed. And what's the moral of the story? They didn't have a chain of evidence. And that's a parking ticket getting dismissed. If I tried the same thing with elections. Uh, these are the most safe, secure elections in history. Same judge, say the same thing. Uh, what are you, a conspiracy theorist? Terrorist? What are you, a terrorist? Lock him up. Lock him up. This is the Todd Herman Show. We appreciate your support. Zach Abraham is going to tell us if our financial system will be fixed. Go be well, be strong, be kind, and be right with God.